DJ and PK reminding you, Valentine's Day is not far away. Flowers make the perfect gift. Jimmy's Flowers, a longtime partner with The Zone, can make it easy by visiting them at jimmysflowers.com. Remember, Valentine's Day is on Sunday this year. Jimmy's Flowers at jimmysflowers.com. We're joined now by Will Guillory, New Orleans Pelicans writer for The Athletic. Will, good morning. Good morning, man. How are you? Uh, Were you good? We have many questions uh, about the Pelicans with the Jazz playing them twice in three days. And I I guess the first one is, uh, this is a slow start. Five and seven, expected more out of the Pelicans. Is that a problem with the Pelicans or is that a problem with people's expectations for the Pelicans? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think there was going to be some time where it, it took, you know, everybody to, to get a little more comfortable with what's going on down here with, you know, the changing coach. And, you know, obviously it was such a strange offseason. I think any team that had a new coach probably started off a little bit behind just because you didn't have as much training camp time. And, you know, obviously the, the Pelicans had a huge trade moving Drew Holiday, a guy that was here, you know, for so long. He was such an established part of this franchise. Losing him, I think it was – a much uh, bigger change than a lot of people realize going into the season. Uh, but I think they're coming along. I think Stan Van Gundy is putting his stamp on this team, but I still think it's going to take some time just for the younger guys, especially Zion and Brandon Ingram, to really take control and really you know, put their stamp on this team as the, the leaders for this group. So you mentioned Holiday leaving. Adams comes in. And those are two significant pieces, one leaving, one coming. The coaching change, obviously significant. Do you see any differences between what Gentry was trying to do as opposed to what Van Gundy is trying to accomplish? Uh, yeah, I would say a lot. <laughs> we, know, we all know Alvin Gentry is a guy who comes from the, the Mike D'Antoni uh, school of uh, seven seconds unless he wants to run up and down. He wants to score a whole bunch of points, shoot a whole bunch of threes. And Stan Van Gundy is almost the polar opposite of that. He wants a, a methodical team, a team that focuses on defense, a team that prevents teams from scoring at the rim. Uh, and you've seen the team, you've seen the Pelicans take a pretty significant step back, you know, frankly, on the offensive end. And with a lot of their numbers, with their pace, uh, with the way they're playing is much different. But I think defensively you've seen them make that a much bigger priority. The Pelicans are, you know, are arguably the best rebounding team in the league right now with Steven Adams and Zion down low. Uh, they're one of the better teams at protecting the rim. Uh, they've given up a whole bunch of threes this year, but I think that's a part of their strategy is they want to defend the rim at an extremely high level. And I think Van Gundy has put that into place. I think now they've got to get a little bit more consistent of what they're doing on the offensive end to match up with what they're doing defensively. But I think it's been a huge change uh, from a philosophical standpoint from what they're trying to do every night. And it's been a big adjustment to everyone around the team. So I'm curious, with a new coach and with a roster that skews a little on the young side, although Steven Adams is a veteran guy, uh, who speaks up when there's a five-game losing streak and something needs to be said? Who, who's the guy? I think J.J. Reddick would probably be one that I would point to immediately. We know he's a guy that's been around forever. He's a guy who uh, doesn't mind letting his voice be heard. Uh, you know, so I think he speaks up. I think Brandon Ingram is a guy they want to speak up more often. I think they've been pushing him to be a more vocal presence. We know he's a very quiet guy. He's not necessarily super comfortable in that role, but I think he's asked the staff to push him to be more of a vocal presence. So I think those are the two guys I would point to, J.J. and B.I. And I think B.I. in particular is a guy they're really pushing 
in every way to really take a step forward as the leader of this franchise, a guy that's going to be at the top of the hierarchy. And I think he's done that a lot with his play, but I think off the court he's still got some room to improve just because he's not used to being that guy all the time. As far as playing time, is Williamson unleashed at this point? Yeah, for sure. Uh, he played 35 minutes the other night against Sacramento. I think they want to give him the opportunity to play as much as possible. They want to push him to test his, uh, you know, his conditioning and you know just how he can handle playing those long stretches. And I think Sam McGunnier has done a really good job of managing his minutes. I know it was a big source of frustration last year for not how careful they were with his minutes. And he talked a ton about how you know he would it would just be in his head at times that he would kind of be out there for four or five minutes and he would look over and somebody's at the scores table for him. And, and it, it, it made it difficult for him to really get into that groove. And I think uh, they've done a much better job just kind of letting him loose this year. And I think he's much more comfortable in what he's doing. And you've seen as of late, I mean, the athleticism and getting back to where we used to see. He had a huge dunk against Sacramento, putting up really good numbers this year. So I think they feel really good about where he is. I think it's just a matter of kind of expanding his game more now and allowing him to do different things. We're joined right now by Will Guillory. He's the New Orleans Pelicans writer for The Athletic. Look at it. Who gets shots on this team? Uh, Brandon Ingram is leading the way. More shots than Zion Williamson, who's second. Maybe some people have flipped that, but I don't think anybody's surprised that those are the two guys who get the most shots up. But Lonzo Ball is third, and I think that surprises people. It doesn't pass the eye test. If you look at the numbers, the numbers don't really pass the test. Is he looking to take those shots, or defense is defending everyone else and kind of daring him to take those shots? Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, I think teams, you know, when you look at their starting lineup, obviously there's not a whole lot of spacing there, and the Pelicans are putting the ball in Brandon Ingram's hands more often, so teams are going to dare Eric Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball to put up shots. They're going to dare them to take three-pointers to beat them. And, you know, Lonzo's a guy who's very confident in that shot. He, he put in a lot of work to improve his jumper. I think you saw him make a jump last year before the you know season shut down because of COVID. And I think he, he got out to a really rough start this year with his jumper, and I think he, he wasn't making shots at nearly the rate that he was used to. And I think part of it was, you know, him dealing with a little bit of a knee issue that he sat out the past few games with. We talked to him yesterday, and he said he feels like a, a much better with his body and just how he's moving around on the court, so I'm interested to see how that will affect his shot. But I think, you know, with Lonzo overall, he wants to be a guy that can be, you know, close to 40% three-point shooter. He wants to be someone who could be a knockdown three-point shooter for this team when he's left open. And I think in the past he's proven he could do that for stretches, but I think he's got to be more consistent. And he's got to be more willing to put up those shots. I think the most frustrating thing for me watching him is just how often he passes up shots. And you said, you know, he's taking a whole bunch of shots this year, but I think he passes up a lot of shots as well. So I think, you know, he's got a big payday he's hoping to get, you know, after this season. And I think to get there, he's got to prove he can knock down those open looks when they're there. And if he's not, uh, there's some big questions. For what's the next step in his career and what he fits with this franchise moving forward? How realistic is the postseason for this team? I, I think it's still uh, up in the air. I think with the West, you know, things are so crazy. And obviously with the COVID protocols, any moment a team can lose the best player for two weeks. And who knows how that affects the rest of the standings. But I think this group is starting to get it together. Like I said, it was a huge adjustment for them with the change in philosophy with, uh, with Stan Van Gundy. But I think they're starting to figure out where they want to be. Uh, I think they're getting much more comfortable in what they're doing. So I think they're going to be right there in that mix for that 9, 10, 8 spot. Uh, I think 
you know, it's going to be you know, crazy in the West because there's so many good teams. But I think they're going to be in the mix. Uh, it's just a matter of, like I said, they just got to get more consistent with what they're doing offensively. Because it's too often they have these stretches during games where they just stop scoring and the ball stops moving. They're turning it over like crazy. And if you have that, you know, consistently throughout the season, I think they're going to have a hard time really getting into that playing game. But with the talent they have at the top of the roster, you got to feel like they got a shot at least. Are you surprised to see the Jazz third in the West and just a game behind the Lakers? I don't know. I, I, absolutely not. I think this is a team that, you know, they, they know exactly who they are. They're the, kind of the polar opposite of what the Pelicans are. They know exactly who they are, how they're going to attack teams what it takes to win games, their stars, you know, some of the best in the league, and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Obviously, Quinn Snyder is one of the, the top coaches in this league. So, yeah, I think the Jazz are constantly underrated in what they can do, and then they come out and prove people wrong every single season. And, and they're kind of, the, uh, in a lot of ways, I think the epitome of what the Pelicans hope to be one day, uh, just a beacon of uh, consistency and a group that knows exactly how they're going to win games every night. And I think it's Extremely fun to watch this team go to work, you know, once they're really locked in. Will, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Will Guillory covers the New Orleans Pelicans for the Athletic Jazz and the Pelicans tonight and then again Thursday. They'll play twice in three days, 7 o'clock tonight, and then the Thursday game's the late game because of TNT. It'll be on at 8. All right, PK, you hear about the Pelicans right there. Pretty much who you thought they were and a team the Jazz should be able to beat twice in three days. I actually thought they'd be better than who they are. I mean, he talks about them coming together. Well, before beating Sacramento two days ago, they'd lost five in a yep. row. So I'm not and, sure that And that run, the, the part of that is, uh, you know, okay, well, you had to play the Lakers and Clippers back-to-back, but that doesn't explain losing to the Hornets and the Thunder at home, both of them. That, do, that doesn't uh, that doesn't. There's literally up. no explanation. No, they should be better than that. And, you know, if those are the only two games that they flip all year, well, now you're 7-5 and five instead of 5-7, and seven, and it feels a lot different. So, you know, they, it, th- those two jump jump out when you look at their schedule and how did they get here and you know the Jazz are pretty good uh, defensively and when you put a guy out there who can't shoot I think it makes the Jazz really good defensively now they know who they have to help on help off of and they can play uh, five versus four and they got Rudy protecting the rim and you know Lonzo Ball just doesn't shoot the ball well (laughs) and that's a problem uh, okay, but I don't know that I can dump uh, their problems on him. Absolutely not exclusively. I'm just saying, what should the Jazz do tonight, and how should this go? And when I look at what he's shooting, and how many minutes he plays, and how many shots he gets up, I just think that's a big old advantage for the Jazz. He's shooting 31% from three. He's shooting 39.5% from the floor, and they're a pretty good defensive team. So when you give them somebody like that on the floor to work with, that would be that I have a really good defensive night. But you're right. Uh, it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing to uh, you know to to dump on. I, I think your I think your question about coaching and his answer uh, goes a long way towards what we've. It's just the reverse of what we're talking about with the Jazz. They know each other. They know the coach. They know the system, and and that helps early on. You got a new coach, and you got some new players, and you got a new system. So it is a struggle early on, you know. And I, I think that's. That's something that ought to get fixed here in the coming weeks 
Uh, Why? But some of the other things, well, the, the more time you play together, the more you ought to know the system and the more you ought to work that stuff out. But to the, to the degree that it's just a talent issue, that they don't have enough talent, yeah, that they don't have enough shooters, that part doesn't get worked out. That's what I said about basketball or in the last segment. I don't want to hear about the system. I want to hear about the talent. And outside of Ingram and Williamson, who do you have? I mean, Steven Adams is a nice banger yep. and a good board guy, and he's fine there. You know, he's got averaging 10 and 9. That's about who he is, right? He's not going to block many shots. But other than that, who Reddick do you demand the, off Reddick, their roster? Reddick should shoot the three better than he is. Uh, he's getting up there now. So no, so he just lost it? I don't know how, how much I'm going to – he's a role player at best no. now. Uh, so, I mean, he's not like Clarkson. I don't expect him to come in and, and give you 20-some points off the bench consistently. I mean, I mean just I look at their roster, and it's a bunch of average guys. I mean, Bledsoe, he's okay, but all right, all right, he's okay. Ball, he's all right. He'll never be able to shoot. This is not an, an unusual issue with this kid. He's never been able to shoot. So I don't, I don't really see this team as being – all that I know that they were thought to be, but you know, I, I, to me, when I see a group going one way, I try to find the other way. It's just the way I'm wired, and I don't really have to work very hard to go to the other way with this team. The system, I don't know this. What they they, they change coaches. All right, it's now your turn. The music stopped, <laughs> and we'll and Van Gundy. What is this? His third or fourth team? And this is going to be the difference here? He's going to really just come into his own as a coach? It just seems like, uh, all right, he, his brother doesn't want to coach, and he does. So how's this going to end? If he's the coach in five years from now, I would be surprised. And this is his fourth coaching job after Miami, Orlando, and Detroit. And the last one ended below five hundred. Orlando trended the wrong way. Uh, he didn't get below 500, but it trended the wrong way. And I'm not cracking on him because it's about the talent. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure his basketball knowledge is fine. I don't. He's another one who likes to run his mouth on the politics because he's of the one that you can get away with that and everything's cool. Uh, so be it. You know, he has that right to do it. But his basketball, uh, give the guy some talent. And see what he can do. I just don't think there's enough talent on this team. 